Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Uh, the, as we well know, the transfer portal taketh and giveth. I have identified uh, nine who I consider to be, and I know a couple of these <laughs> names probably I'm going to get laughed at, but um, these are names that put their, put their name in the transfer portal, and they now finally have found a home. I was rather surprised about Simeon Blair. He is now headed to Memphis. I had heard UAPB. That was pretty much a lock, but I guess when Memphis came along, then he decided to yeah. go that route. And I wish him good luck. I do find it interesting that a three-year SEC starter, not surprising, but interesting that a three-year SEC starter is not landing at a Power 5 school, though. Uh, Jordan Dominic, boy, this one hurts, Trey. Old Miss. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one stinks. I mean, you Why thought, not? you know, when you got uh, when you got the one defensive end that, hey, you got, you know, pretty good pass rushing tandem there now. Um, but it, Arkansas just kind of came out even, I think. So, yeah, it's, that was disappointing. And that's, you know, I, I said Simeon Blair's was not surprising but interesting. Um, that's both surprising and interesting. Uh, this the whole thing, how that worked out. You know, it's unfortunate, Trey. You never get a chance to talk to these guys, and don't you wonder what went into his thinking there? Yes. Not, not that we're ever going to yes. know, but it's his decision. But why would he? Why would he leave in the first place and then go to Ole Miss? I mean, I've asked myself that several times. I have my own opinions. I don't know facts, but I find it interesting. I think the tampering had already begun. Uh, Isaiah Nichols, boy, this is surprising. <laughs> Miami, University of Miami, what's the connection? I'm not terribly there? surprised by that. He's an SEC starter, um, you know, same as Dominic. I'm not terribly surprised. I, I guess surprised I'm just looking it. for a connection. Well, in, well, programs are also, you know, they're not. They may not view Nichols as a starter. They may because it's not just about getting starters now. It's about shoring up your roster. Yeah, depth. You know? Yeah. Quality depth. Yeah. Uh, Miles Slusher, Colorado. That's mm-hmm. after formerly committing to Louisville. Jalen Catalan. Boy, this one hurts. Texas. Mm-hmm. University of <clears throat> Texas. Uh, James Joyner. I'm not sure how many carries that James actually had, had this year. Not many, but he is now headed to Liberty. Kyrie Johnson, Boston College, Keetron Jackson, Baylor, Trey Knox, South Carolina. I've got nine. Did I miss one that Trey or any that could be considered a um, primetime type performer? Uh, I know I don't want to wear people out talking about Catalan and his injuries and how much mm-hmm. he's missed the last two years. Same thing with Slusters missed quite a bit this year because yeah. of injuries. But um, did I leave somebody out? that you can think of 
Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Obviously, there's a couple in there that, that sting. Um, you know, it's hard to say Catalan does because he's barely played the last two years. Um, although, when healthy, he's an All-American. I don't think there's any question about that. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Chip mm-hmm. Brown over at the Texas side about him today. and I was like, yeah, I mean, he's had an injury every year <laughs> except for his uh, his redshirt freshman year. Uh, but going back to his senior year of high school, but when he's healthy, he's All-American type guy. Uh, Dominic stings. Um, you know, Nichols isn't ideal because he's an Arkansas guy. You, you know, he's been here five years. Um, but they can go out and get a guy of comparable talent. Um, you know, I don't like losing Slusher. Um, I don't like, like losing Dominic. You know, so um, you just got to make sure that you, you know, get on the plus side. It's just going to happen this day and age. I mean, you're going to lose – you kind of have to lose 15 guys a year off your roster just if you want to sign, you know, what seems to be the formula, and that's 20 high school, 15 transfers. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see how things go. There's, you know, there's some guys to watch on Arkansas's end. You know, we talked about uh, wait until January 15th or so to decide if you're going to freak out or not. And, you know, it's easy to do at the beginning because guys are just leaving. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, eventually they start coming back around and, you know, there's some guys to, to keep an eye on, obviously. I, I've, I've broken down where I think, you know, Arkansas needs to do in terms of um, how they need to address the remaining needs on their roster. Um, you know, I don't I don't know that they need a quarterback, but they could add one. You'd like to have four scholarship guys. And actually, uh, Kate Fortin is, uh, what I'm told, is coming back next year. Really? And he's got a six-year and he is either going to be on scholarship for the spring, uh, starting the spring, either on scholarship or he's going to be retroactively applied to last year because I had them at 84 scholarships, so they've got one open, so they may choose to use it for him. Uh, so either, he'll either be on scholarship counting ahead or scholarship counting back, and I think he's uh, deserving of that considering he was you know, the backup quarterback for half the year anyway. Uh, you know, at running back, I don't think there's a need there. I always think that you need to need to bring in, you need to have on on your roster um, a three deep at every position, plus one. You know, pretty much give or take three deep plus one. They've got five running backs that they'll have uh, next season. Wide receiver, they definitely need to add. Uh, you know, we've talked about Tesla. Uh, he would be a great addition, I think. Uh, but they, I've got him at seven wide receivers right now. I think you need to have about at least nine and, and as many as ten. So uh, if they can get Tesla, who's deciding today, between Arkansas, Iowa, Colorado, Iowa State, um, then that would be a good a good start in addition to, to Andrew Armstrong, who they already have on board. Tight end numbers, I think, are good, but, you know, there's a balance – it's not just the rule that you need a three deep plus one. You also need quality and, you know, love Nathan Bax. He's not a playmaker, though. Um, Colin Sutherland didn't play a snap last year. Tyrus Washington be the only guy that you would say is kind of in between um, where he's got some experience and also has playmaking ability, you know, in addition to Luke has and Shamar Easter who are, you know, don't have any experience at all. I think that they need to add another guy. We've talked about Jake Roberts, uh, Kane Barong out of, uh, out of Notre Dame is, is definitely a good looking prospect, former four star, uh, a guy that, uh, you know, I think we should keep our eye on him. Um, so, 
need to add a tight need to add a veteran tight end even though the numbers are technically fine need to add a veteran tight end uh, I think they need to add at least one offensive lineman possibly two but I don't see them active with a bunch of guys right now I've got them at 14 scholarship offensive linemen need to add a couple of defensive tackles I've got them at five I don't see any defensive tackles that are necessarily you know Arkansas is right there in the mix with however it's important to consider that last year after April and March or later maybe for Ridgeway but each of the last two years they've added John Ridgeway in 2020 uh, 2021 and uh, and Terry Hampton in 2022. So there is another portal window coming up. Uh, defensive end, I think they're good numbers-wise. Even though they lost Jordan Dominic, they've got eight defensive ends uh, right now on the roster and, you know, a couple of walk-ons that I think they also like. Linebacker, kind of a similar deal. I think that they could use another veteran linebacker. They've got uh, – they're pretty heavy on youth but not heavy on experience. I'd like to see them add one more in addition to Antonio Greer. At cornerback – and safety, that's kind of tricky. They've got they've got nine cornerbacks on the roster. Technically, that's that's fine. You just need you know seven really. Uh, safety, you've got seven safeties on the roster. That's about right too. But you've also got the nickel position, so you probably need to add you know either you know up to three cornerbacks or or up to three safeties. You know some combina- combination of, of probably three extra guys there. They've got a scholarship punter, a scholarship kicker, a, a scholarship long snapper. Uh, so that's kind of where they need to get to roster-wise. But, you know, so far they've added some pretty good quality out of the transfer portal. Um, you know, need to you'd like to see them get working on some wide receivers right now, wide receiver tight end. Uh, both of those positions would be, you know, I think needs on the offensive side of the ball and then defensively, you know, kind of a little bit everywhere. 74 is the magic number that you've Yep, that's what I've got them at right, right now. now. And with the numbers that I kind of broke down, that puts them right at about probably. And and it could be 75 just depending on – it could be 75 right now just depending on whether Kate Fortin's going to count to the 2022 class or ahead to 2023. Right. Let's talk with Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. <coughs> Hey, hello, Randy and Rick and, and Trey. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Hope you're feeling better. I, I am. Just, just bear with me. I, I'm, um, you know, getting over the flu, Trey. But you know, um, hear that. this is a dominant performance, obviously, by Georgia. Um, when we almost word for it. When we haven't seen since, since I, you know, I, I, I was, you know, I was a kid when, um, you know, Nebraska just destroyed Florida. You know, and this yep. was akin to that. You know, but. Um, you know, Trey, uh, they, they went back to back, um, obviously first time since 11 and 12, Alabama, uh, let's not forget Florida. They didn't go back to back, but they won two or three, um, in the mid 2000s. Um, the one, the one championship, the one in between was in between their titles was another SEC team. It was LSU, you know? Mm-hmm. So the dominance of the SEC is, is pretty apparent. Um, but you know, I got a comment that I want your, your your take on is like, okay, so back in '91 the SEC expanded. They allowed Arkansas and, and South Carolina in, you know, because the Southwest Conference devolved, uh, dissolved. Um, since then, the SEC has won 17 of the last 30 national championships in football. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's what's crazy is 
Those 17 national titles have been won by six SEC programs. And those six SEC programs are all charter members, founding members of the SEC. They've been in the SEC since 1932, when the SEC was even created. You know, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Florida, LSU, um, you know, Tennessee. So, you know, what real value, like if the SEC had decided in 91, well, we're not going to allow anybody else in. We're not going to let Arkansas and South Carolina in. Um, and in 2012, they have said, well, we're not going to let Tennessee and, a- and Missouri in. We're good. We're, 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 we feel fine. Would they still be dominating college football the way they are now in 2023? Absolutely they would. They would still be doing that. Because so? what real value has the new guys brought to the conference? And by new guys, I mean Arkansas, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Missouri. Not stop, really stop, much stop, as far as stop, 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 stop. Arkansas won a national championship in basketball. Look, no, Arkansas no, no, no. has look, won look, numerous look. national championships in track. What you're saying is a program is only worthwhile if they're football, and the SEC was wise enough to find a clause that said if you have 12 teams in your league, you can play a championship game. They were the first ones to do that, but had to invite two more schools in. You are way off base with this. Just because those four schools have won a national I'm championship about, I'm about strictly doesn't college mean they football. Add to the school, add to the add to the league. That's ridiculous. I'm just talking about the dominance in college football that we're seeing with the SEC the last thirty years. Right. That's and, right. And, and as far as and college without, football, what value has has the new guys brought? Not really much, in my opinion. They you know? brought a lot of value. Now I'm not talking you about have a conference championship game without them. You couldn't have a conference championship game. Without them, Mike, wake up. All you want to do is criticize people that don't do well, and that's why I was saying, are you going to call and talk about how lousy job Sonny Dykes has done now that they lost a game? It's ridiculous. All four of those schools are important to the SEC, and you are way off base. Way off base. (laughs) Well, Your call is ridiculous. uh... Pick another subject, and if you want to criticize somebody, that's okay. Totally ridiculous that those schools shouldn't be in the SEC. Ridiculous. Now, what else would you like to talk about? And I do hope you Mike's start gone. feeling better. Mike ought to be gone. Trey, is that ridiculous? I mean, is I'm that... not sure what. The, I think the question: What benefit is it for Arkansas to be in another conference? No, his like, is there question some, was: Is what... there some benefit that's going to happen to Arkansas by going to the Big Twelve? His his I question just... was: What benefit are these schools to the SEC? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Money, totally ridiculous. TV market, what, championship what game, which revolutionized yeah. things in the first place. What about Ole Miss? They haven't been in an SEC championship Mississippi State. game. Yeah, should you throw them out? Yeah, you know, Ole Miss that, hadn't been even been to the championship game. Yeah. Guess what? And Arkansas, Every, man, Arkansas was right there, right there, almost won the SEC um, back in 2006. Yes, a, a fumbled punt. A fumbled punt away. That's exactly I mean, right. It can happen. Hey, in 1998, just, they're a, they're a fumble a fumble at Tennessee away from winning the SEC. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's I always just, also hate the idea of, well, it's too hard, so let's go somewhere else to make it easier. No, step your game up. I mean, it's about competition. Right. Competition makes everybody stronger. That's and right. no, I don't necessarily, you know, know how, um, you know, Arkansas is. Here's the thing like, nationally, you would hope that people would just recognize more and more that 
being in the SEC means something. Like when you're do, filling out a top 25 ballot, you know, that maybe a team with four SEC losses is equal to a team with one loss in the Big 12, especially moving forward for what yeah. that conference is about to become. Yeah. Hey, Mike, by the way, Arkansas won nine football games last year and and won a bowl game, which really makes the SEC look better when they have good bowl records, you know. So that that's good, too. Now, is Arkansas on the same level as Alabama and Georgia? Absolutely not. Not even close. But neither are about ten teams in the say, SEC. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of schools. And it rotates uh, around, too. I mean, it's it, – like Georgia's on top right now, they won't always be on top. I no. mean, I can remember when before they figured out the quarterback situation with Stetson Bennett and they came to Fayetteville, they started the wrong guy. Yeah. And, you know, it. so much of it is about having that guy at quarterback. Yeah. And Bennett has been really a perfect fit for him, uh, especially this year. they lucked into him. They lucked yeah. into him. They, they were going to start him. But you have him. to have – I mean, you get like a Tim Tebow at Florida or – you know, a Danny Warfel at Florida or, right. um, you know, just it. quarterback matters a lot. So when you have great talent like that, it, it's great. But, you know, you put the wrong quarterback on Georgia and things probably turn out a lot different despite how physically dominant they looked just per man and overall as a team. Um, you know, you you got to have that guy at quarterback. Yes, and Stetson Bennett was definitely it. So, Randy, I'm sorry I started yelling, but that that that, that was so absurd. It's just I get it. It it's, starts it's raining ridiculous. every time Mike comes on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all I was trying to do, Trey Rick, all I was trying to do is show. Oh, these have been some important losses uh, into the transfer portal. But it looks like Arkansas did a pretty good job of replacing them. I I, I forgot I was even talking about that. Maybe get some right, work done at wide receiver and tight end. Start there. We will talk to you tomorrow. That's Trey Video of Hogsports.com. He brought you by Ash.